Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Sisters You Have Value Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from each other's experiences, and support each other on their journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Sisters You Have Value. If you are a new listener, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we pray you continue to come back. Tell a friend. Give us a like, share, and follow. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for your dedication and being on this awesome journey with us, and we pray you continue to come back as well. Okay, grab your drink, get your coffee, your tea, your wine, coolers, whatever it is, and grab a seat, and let's get into it. And let me say, they're still working on my house, so if we hear some banging or a little noise here and there, that's what that is. They're upstairs remodeling the whole house, and I didn't want to miss my podcast this evening, so bear with me. Um. All right, you ever wonder why y'all we get so jacked up in these relationships or the relationships itself is jacked up and doomed from the beginning? Everything was going well. Then out of nowhere, bam, you're in the twilight zone. You know, you got Mr. Right. Then he turns out to be Mr. Right now. Then Mr. Gone. And you know, I done told y'all 50,000 times what we didn't vet it. <laughs> We didn't vet this thing. Um, we're going to do a podcast on that too one day, uh, specifically on vetting. But when getting to know someone before dating, it's essential, y'all, that we ask questions that help us understand their personality, values, compatibility with your own. It's your call on how many questions you want to ask and how you choose to word them. And really, if the chemistry is there, you may find that these questions come naturally. They come up naturally in a conversation anyway, depending on the person. So, but today, we titled this podcast, 10 Essential Questions Every Woman Should Ask a Man Before Dating. Again, you can ask as many as you want. You can do it however you want, word them however you want. But today, we just want to kind of touch on a couple of them. So that we can understand the importance of what it means to communicate and have an understanding through this whole dating process. And asking the right questions can lead us to a healthier and more fulfilling relationship. Now, you know me. Before getting into those tens, let me tell you. My first question is, are you a believer? Because I'm a believer, right? Do you know him, God? our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Do you spend time in the word? Can you and will you pray for me? I don't want to know that you just have a, a knowledge of him. You know, some folks know him, but we don't, you know, we have a knowledge of him, but we don't know him. So for me at this age in, in game in my life, stage in my life, y'all, those things are paramount for me. So I need to know if I'm equally yoked with somebody. That means that we have the same morals and spiritual values values, regardless of a religious upbringing. You know, if we worship the same God, you know, have similar goals and how to communicate. So y'all know that originated in 
Christianity, and it can be applied to all types of things as far as you being equally yoked. But it looks different for every couple. But for me, I need to know if he's a believer. I need to know if he knows God. I need to know if he has a relationship with him. Because I can't get up and go to church and, and you sitting at home. You get what I'm saying? Or even if it goes further and we marry, same thing. Of course, the Bible says if you're married to him, you know, we don't leave. We By our works, we win them over by what we do in our deeds and things. And prayerfully, we can win them over to Christ. But for me, that's a deal breaker at the beginning. Um, and of course, that's Second Corinthians 6 and 14. Be not equally yoked, unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? And that implies romantic pairs who don't share the same beliefs as well. And they are unfit to last. So with your partner, if he's opposite, you already know how that how that thing's going to turn out. So uh, for me, same faith, one God, one Lord. And that's how I feel. Um, don't come for me. This is my podcast and this is my feelings. But I do believe that it plays a whole lot of role. If you don't have a spiritual foundation, if you don't have a foundation in Christ, and putting him at the head of your life anyway, you know. So our life path, y'all know that's passions and spiritual missions throughout this life. Okay, so now that y'all know how I'm coming, that is one of the first things I ask um, off the bat um, before I even get into anything else because um, everything ain't about that type. We talked about the types. Everything is not. He can be tall, dark, and handsome, but do you know him? Do you know the word? Because when, when, when the chips are down, at the end of the day, um, who are we going to turn to and run to? That's why suicide is so on the rampant. Uh, life lawlessness, because they don't see anything else. But um, okay, I'm getting off task. All right. So <laughs> today we want to talk about some, we, we're going to do 10 essential questions. So they don't have to be the top 10. They don't have to be the 10. But these are just 10 today. Um, after my amazing question that I have, and if he can get past that question, um, it'll certainly determine, you know, again, for me, that determines if he gets to the 10 anyway. So, um, no rhyme or reason, you know, uh, how the questions are listed or anything like that. Again, you do it your way, your, how, your words, how you do it, your style. So question number one, what are your long-term goals and aspirations? Because see, that let us know what that man's future is, what his vision is, what his vision is for the future. So that helps ensure our compatibility and share values. That sets the foundation, y'all, for a relationship that supports each other's ambitions. So when we understand that, it's vital for building that relationship. That goes beyond, y'all. Remember now, that goes beyond discussing career ambitions. That encompasses life plans, personal growth the vision for the future and that that helps us know if our dreams are going to align or if we might have some potential conflicts in the relationship for instance if one pe person dreams of traveling the world and you don't have a desire to get in a plane and a boat or whatever and you want stability you want a family it's going to be essential uh to address the differences early on by asking these questions Y'all get to evaluate whether those paths are complementary and if they can support each other. Because here's the thing. Y'all get with these men. Y'all get with these tall, dark, and handsomes and stuff. And you think you could change him. Oh, girl, I could change him. He go, you think they can hung the moon with you, that you can change his life. But why would you want to change somebody? We're attracted to the person we meet. 
we don't want to shape them and mold them to what we have. You get what I'm saying? You want that person to be whole, to be you. I want to come me because if I lose myself in you, then I no longer know who I am. And then we ascribe and become everything we think this man wants. No, sis, don't settle. You are value, baby. You are the prize. Don't get it twisted. But in these relationships, to be fair to that man also, if you don't address these things and even tell him up front, you know, whether he start that conversation or not, you, you're wreaking havoc on both of y'all and you're wasting time that we don't have in life. This life is fleeting. And so you want to get that thing right. Uh, you don't want to be fifth times a charm kind of thing. So um, I think that's important um, because I need to know how you're tracking. I need to know what those work ethics are like. I need to know, baby, if you're a grinder, you know, if you're going to do what you need to do, you know. So number two, how do you handle conflicts or disagreements? Child, if this ain't important. Because I don't know if you're going to hit me upside my head or whatever. Conflict resolution styles can, that can significantly impact the success of a relationship. You got to be able to understand each other's approach to how we handle that. And that leads to better communication and compromise. And so that's that sense of trust and safety we're looking for. So uh, when we understand how that man deal with conflict, y'all going to have insight into his communication style, his emotional intelligence and willingness to compromise. Some people prefer open discussions. Others need time to process. Bishop Jake say men go in a cave, you know. You can get into it or y'all have a disagreement on Monday. That man may come back Thursday and go, baby, you know, I was thinking about what you said and blah, blah, blah. You want to have an all-out onslaught right there, right when it happened, when things are tough and tensions are rising and we tend to say in the wrong things. Um, and that's not good. So in order to have a healthy and develop a healthy communication pattern and work toward resolving these issues constructively, you got to know how these people are tracking. And it helps uncover any potential red flags, too. If he's aggressive, girl, or avoidance, he don't want to talk about it, he avoiding it, or she, not, not or she, because we're talking about a women's podcast, my bad. So that may arise out of the disagreement. But if you understand that, right, you know, he's not a... One thing a man ain't gonna argue. Um, nobody wanna hear all that. What the what the Bible says is better to be on a housetop than in, uh sitting on the roof and then in the house with a brawling woman. So nobody wants that. Um you set the tone for how that man is gonna respond. But again, once you know where you are and who you are in life and you value you, these things are gonna come so easy. Now there are some red flags, y'all, that if you still broke, busted, and disgusted. You will settle for some things, but you have to get to a point in life to know who you are, where you are, and know that you are the prize and that you want to build and um, work on more healthier relationships. So these things are so paramount. It's so important to vet these things because it saves you so much heartache and pain down the line. So, um, and I think that conflict thing is real important, you know, because in these relationships, we get representatives. Baby, they play that role because we want to be everything that we think, you know, he like or she likes, you know, um, I guess with him, what, what we like. But then after a while, the real you stand up. So why not be the real authentic you from the beginning? And that saves a lot of, of issues, too, because you're going to be dying inside trying to be something that you're not. And then when you bust out, it's like a whole volcano erupting. So, um. 
conflict, y'all. Conflict resolution strategies, that's so important. And you need, if yours is out of whack, ask God to help you get yours under control too. We have to learn to be able to talk. I dated this guy a couple of years ago, and that's the one thing I can appreciate about him. If we had a disagreement on the phone, he would go, okay, Kim, let's hang up. Let's take a breather and hang up before, you know, we both say something we regret. And no, I am not that type of woman. That, oh, no, you're going to talk to me. Uh, okay. And I'm going to hang up because everybody needs time to process. Everybody, you know, is on different levels and things in life. So, but that was the one thing that I can appreciate in him that before things got out of hand, he'd rather hang up, cool off. Let's revisit this thing when everybody is in their right mind, not when you're jacked up. So, and then at this age, what are we arguing about anyway? Lord, I'm over 50. I ain't got that much to, to argue with you about. So, um, and you notice I spent a lot of time on this because it's so important. Um, because you don't want somebody that's abusive. You don't want someone that's going to uh, shut down because he has some avoiding style. That means you still got some childhood trauma that you need to deal with, boo. You got some things that have taken you out of here that you hadn't healed from. So you can't come to me whole. You're coming broken. Red flag. Question number three. What does a typical day or weekend look like for you? Um, so we got to learn about each other's routine and interests because that provides insight to compatibility once again. And that helps y'all know what that lifestyle is and if you're going to clash early on. If y'all have any shared hobbies or activities, that can strengthen the bond. So when you understand that man's daily routine and weekend activities, that's going to shed light because, okay, if he's gone all the time, he's hanging out with the boys, the fellows, and this and that, okay, he's not ready to be grown. Okay, leave, it, let, leave him where he is. He's still got some stuff to do and some stuff to get out of him. Um, so, but if his routine is different and it requires more thoughtful planning for quality time, so that that again, that's that lifestyle. Um, if he enjoys outdoor activities and you prefer in, prefer indoor, okay, y'all gonna have a problem unless you find a balance that allow you to share some of those experiences where y'all can create that moment together, you know. And some things you just need to get out of, and they may be the one that gets you to branch out into something different. So um, it's important to know what he like, what his habits, habits are, what his hobbies are, because if you don't like anything this man does, guess what's going to happen? You leaving that door open for <laughs> side check, quitter. honestly, you know, um, because he's going to find somebody, trust me, that wants to do the things that he does. I went on a trip uh, with... Um, with someone and it's like we're gonna walk i said oh lord i'm driving with him driving and i'm like we're gonna do what you know we're gonna walk we gotta walk <laughs> y'all know i don't like outdoors but i'm like okay lord and so i visioned the trip different i didn't know it had storefronts things where you go walking and all of this kind of stuff and all up in the little little i ain't gonna say mountains all up in the little things and hills and all of this, but I enjoyed it, you know, because I'm like, okay, he playing this trip. This is what he want to do. You know, it's only for a day that I got to do this. So, but I end up having so much fun, y'all, because, you know, you, your, your time is together, that quality time, but you also got to be in. Now, y'all know me and July are not good friends. I don't like all this heat in June. <laughs> I can do stuff in the winter. I'm a winter baby. So, you know, but you also have to know 
when you want to create those experiences and create memorable things together, that you're going to sometimes bend to fit his will too, because you want to make that thing work. And it's not always about you. You're not the end all be all. So get out of that too. We have to be willing to um, take in stride some of the things they like. Um, all this independent mess. Y'all too independent for me. Y'all, oh, I ain't no man gone. Y'all let these women just fill y'all head up with anything. And y'all sitting at home by yourselves. Um, question number four. How do you handle finances? Child, if y'all don't think this is paramount, uh, this is crucial. This those deal breakers outside of trust. You know, <laughs> trust. Number one thing is trust, infidelity. But finances run a hard first second slash second. <laughs> You got to discuss those money matters openly and that can prevent that. And so not to say like in shacking or living with someone, but if that's your choice and you choose to, hey, cool, more power to you. So even if y'all are in that situation, but I'm talking about married couples. And even if you get to the point of marriage, I don't believe in having separate bank accounts. I don't need a roommate. If I needed a roommate, I would have put an ad out for it. But if I got a whole husband, we are joint. The Bible says we forsake out and we become what? One. So if we won, we won on everything. Now, y'all don't come for me because I tell y'all down with this. You and these women and girl, this my money, my money, his money, my money, and all of that foolery that y'all go around with. Y'all are just as, as silly as the day long. But that's your mess. Ain't got nothing to do with that. When I was married, we had joint accounts. And I trusted him. He, When we got married, Kim, who's going to do the best? Hey, you got it. When money was left, Kim, we got this left over. I don't care because I don't shop. Y'all know me. I was, uh, I'm was. i a jean and t-shirt kind of gal. So I'm not tripping off of the money. But y'all in these days, y'all playing, y'all stealing money. Some chick on Facebook, Instagram, whatever it was, you know, stole $22,000 out of this man's account. Talking about just in case you divorce me. Well, since you already going in it wrong. There's ignorance right there at your level and, and a lack of maturity because that speaks to me that you already going in it in the hopes or, or thought that it may fail. When we go in, we go in forever. If you're not going in forever, don't go in. If you're going in with preconceived notions, you ain't got no business being there anyway. Why are you there? You're wrong and you're trifling. And I'm going to say it on here. If you're listening to the podcast and, you, and you're the same, you're wrong and you're trifling. If you don't trust him enough to stay, to do what you need to do, you didn't vet it good enough. Or you just as jacked up and dirty and nasty as the day long and you ain't healed from your mess. You still busted, broke up. And, and I'm going to say it again. You still busted, disgusted, playing games with people on their top and you're just ignorant. So, again, if you got to go in this thing with if this happens, girl, you don't even need to be there because you already had your that stop sign hit you a long time ago before you even got in it. But it's crucial because it involves discussing your part, uh, spending habits, your savings goals, financial. Somebody got to be, you know, the bigger one. If both of y'all spenders and y'all love shopping, baby, y'all are headed down a path jacked up. So that can prevent conflicts. And this is one of the real conflicts. And when I say you could put this question number four, but hell, you can put that up at a hard one, you know, on what we need to do. Um after I figure out if he's a believer in what his goals and aspirations are, because those goals and aspirations are going to lead to their financial thing as well. Because what are you, are you a worker, hard worker? Do you go to work? Do you, you want to sit and live off? Mm-mm, that's not going to work. But this allows y'all to establish a joint plan, y'all, for managing finances effectively. So whether that involves merging, um, you can, or maintaining some degree of financial independence, but you got to have those transparent discussions about money. A couple can build trust and work together. 
towards shared goals and uh, financial goals. So y'all be, be willing to have those discussions. And, and here's the thing. That's why we start so in such a way that there has to be healing. What do you believe in submission? Where are you in your life with relationships? You get what I'm saying? And so that's why we're going to touch on all these areas of your intimacy and where you are and what your beliefs are and how you feel about these relationships because y'all this is so important even when you get to these 10 questions you got to know where you are in life you're gonna ask him all this but you jacked up on every front every question you asking him you got issues you can't resolve your conflict you like to you like to yell scream and do all manner of foolishness so what's the point in asking him when you a beast with it yeah you know so you got to understand what are your long-term goals and, and aspirations and, and how do you handle things? You know, how do you handle that money? You got to go get that lace front. We, we close you down all the time. You're trying to go to these BBLs in the back alleys. Who are you living for and what are you living for? So those are questions that you have to be able to ask yourself as well as him. So even though we're talking about the men today, the questions that we need to ask to vet you have to ask yourself those same questions and where you are. And you have to be honest with him because nine times out of 10, whenever you say I have 10 questions, he going to have those same 10 questions back. So you have to be prepared to be open and honest on how you feel about these things as well. Because again, both of y'all set the tone, but this also set the tone for the type of man that you want in your life in the type of relationship that you want to have. So those things are so important. But just know this door swing both ways. That pendulum is going to always be equal. We ain't seesawing this thing, you know. So you got to you got to be mindful that you, you need to be right, too. You need to ask God to get you right. Ask God to prepare your heart and your mind and soul to receive and be receptive of this. But to be that type of woman that's going to give, give out those same things to that man. So, um Again, y'all know this is paramount. Finances, divorce is, is one of the number two, one and two things that ends relationships. Um, and question number five, let's get into that one. What are your thoughts on family and children? I myself, child, you can throw the kids out with the bath water because I don't want any. <laughs> and more kids, so we ain't got to worry about that. So, but, but for you young ladies, it's important. And these uh, are fundamental values and desires related to your family life. And it's going to help or y'all determine if y'all on the same page um, and what those expectations are. Um, so that's essential on each uh, building and understanding that um, some people want a large family. Some people don't. Um, some people um, are done having kids. Some people aren't. Um I met a guy, this was like 30 years ago though, um, and we're still friends to this day. But when I met him, he wanted kids. Now, we are friends because we didn't go to the relationship part um, because he asked me, he wanted kids. And of course, no, I'll take it back. It was about 25 years ago, uh, 20 something years like that. And I didn't want kids and he did. And so that was the comfort. And I told him that, no, um, I don't want any more kids, you know, and he hadn't, he didn't have any at that time. And uh, we were in our twenties, of course. So he wanted kids and I can respect that. 
but I respected him enough not to even get into, and this was early on, like, you know, we had been friends and talking on the phone and stuff, hanging out for weeks and stuff, even months. Um, but this is where that camel, what they say, the camel that break the straws back. So we went our separate ways. Here we are 25 years later. He has, I think, three or four kids. And he came back and Kim, the Lord said, I'm supposed to be married to you. Well, that's different. You know, um, we we took different paths, but I respected that man's desire for children. And he respected mine for not wanting to have children. And again, we were still amicable. We were still friends. However, we just didn't get into that other zone. We stayed in the friend zone simply because of that and the respect for asking this question. What are your thoughts on family and children? And I did not have any. Uh, but what I do have is is knowing if we have an extended family or blended family, let's say I meet a man that has kids, I have kids. Hey, I'm packaged. Hell, my daughter's 36, 37, 36, 37. She's 30 something. My son's 25, but I'm a packaged deal. I don't care how old they are. I got a grandson that's 13. To love me is to love the child. To love me is I'm, I'm coming all the way. So, you know, however it is, whatever point, whatever it is in my life, don't don't make me choose. Um, and even though I know biblically what that headship is and what, what order these things lie in, I'm going to know up front how you feel. So we ain't even got to worry about getting into that either, y'all. We ain't even got to worry about that part because that's what we're not going to do. And y'all ladies, stop being so stupid. Letting these men come pounce on you. He bringing you a burger and your kids ain't eating. Y'all silly. You know, um, if you asking me, do I want some from Texas Roadhouse? I'm asking, hey, what you want? <laughs> you getting two orders. I don't care what you got. And that's how my life was. And my daughter can attest to that. <laughs> I don't care who you are, what you got going. But you're bringing two. You're bringing three bags up in this house because I had two. Um but this part, y'all, is so vital, so paramount. Stop lying to these men. Uh, we just saw some on uh, Facebook the other day, TikTok, Twitter, whatever it is, Instagram. Uh, but it was a bunch of buffoonery. Again, this, these are some <laughs> y'all are sick, girl. Y'all trifling. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna have a podcast one day about women and how trifling y'all tales are. She done had the man had a vasectomy some years back, and you pregnant. You mad at him for having a vasectomy? Hell, he should be mad at you for being pregnant, Wanch, because you you tricked him. You're lying and you're married and you're trifling until they didn't even put a hat on. How you go out here in this world just as raw as the day long, letting these men penetrate and you got a whole husband. This is a podcast for women. We we grown with your nasty tail. You should have made him uh, put on a condom if you're going to cheat like that with your nasty butt. Then you're mad because the man that had a vasectomy and it ain't yours. Then we read somewhere a man chopped a woman's head off. Because she had six kids that wasn't his. Y'all better stop playing with these people. And stop lying with your ugly tail and tell that man whether it's his or not. But ain't no sense that you silly anyway for being married and go get pregnant by somebody else. You just as ignorant. Those are my thoughts. Come for me. I'll come back. I'll clap back. Uh, question number six. How do you prioritize and maintain work-life balance? Y'all, that's so crucial. That's so pivotal. Pivotal in a relationship uh, years back. Now, don't judge me because y'all know I told y'all I was jacked up. But if two or three people tell you the same thing at different points in your life, and when I mean different points, years in it, they used to tell me, Kim, if you did half of the stuff in your relationship <laughs> that you did in your business, you'll be hell. Now, see, for me, I didn't have that work-life balance back then. I was on my grind. I was buying houses, building you know, trying to build an empire, trying to make it like it was two in here because I had kids to deal with and take care of working three jobs, you know. So 
my 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 scales weren't balancing out. You know, mine had some swaying a little bit to the side. You know, was rocking a little bit to the left. So it's so important, um, and that helps let you uh, set expectations for your time, your energy, and your investment. So, do I want to invest in this if his work is all he about? You know, you got to discuss that. Um, so you can have that healthy balance because we're in a fast paced world. People are always trying to do this. We're trying to come up, you know, so you got to know where that person is in his life to know if that's going to be a balance. And, and if we're going to be in this relationship, we got to be able to nurture this thing to find the balance. We got to be able to ensure that we're committed to making the same amount of time for each other and finding ways to enjoy those quality moments together, despite our busy schedules, despite what we're trying to do in life. And that even in that healthy balance, you got to know that that also fosters whether or not we're going to be able to support each other and build and lift each other up. So I think that is so important as well, you know, as far as that. So learn to have that balance, y'all, and know where your cutoff is. So um, quit ain't spending time with your man while you somewhere else. Um, Number seven, yeah, we almost there. We are, we're past half. Question seven: What are your communication preferences? You got to know how somebody communicates, and that enhances effective interaction. What they say in the communication cycle, um, even in a, on this, half of it is not what we say; it's how we say it, and sometimes it's how it's delivered and how that person perceives or receives that information. So that's foundation. If they got nonverbal cues how verbal they are, if they used to write and mess, you get what I'm saying? Each person has to adapt to the communication style of the other, but you got to be able to be both, you know, feel heard and understood. You don't cut that man off because he ain't saying something you want to say, you can't hear, you got to have a laugh, say, girl, shut up. Um, you got to have open dialogue and emotional intimacy to have a willingness to meet each other where y'all are on that communication cycle. Respect that man. Y'all so trifling. Respect that man. I'm going to get a day to just talk about trifling women. I'm going to have a day to just rip y'all apart because you're trifling. Um, And that's why we're so jacked up now. Uh, And not every woman is that way, so don't get that twisted. Some of us do have sense enough to know that I respect that man. See, I want that strong man. I want one to go tell me to sit down somewhere. And I'm like, well, you're so crazy, but I'm going to go sit down. You know, (laughs) that kind of thing. So, as we get older, we learn how to communicate. We learn how to respect each other's boundaries. We know um, that he matters too in the scheme of things. And why would you want a man you could run? Why would y'all want somebody y'all could walk over? I'm about to want that. Um, so communication is key, y'all. And, I'm, and I give you this, and if you notice, I give you some pointers that are so vital. Um, again, you can ask anything you want. But these are the things that's going to make or break this relationship, y'all. These are the things that you need to know. These are the things you need to know how this person track, how you track. You need to get in line with you too as well because this is going to be that catalyst, y'all, to whether or not you're successful in that relationship. And that's what this is all about. Okay, question number eight. How do you handle stress and self-care? Understanding people's coping mechanisms, aid you in supporting each other during those challenging times. You got to discuss uh, self-care habits. Um, that promotes a healthy approach to y'all emotional well-being. It also allows y'all for empathy and emotional support within this relationship. Knowing how a man copes with his stress and practice self is crucial, y'all. 
And you got to understand that that helps build us up. So it also, the question also encourages a discussion about the importance of self-care and well-being. It helps you maintain that relationship. So be a, be open to share those methods of stress management and so that y'all can find and support each other's way on the way to your mental. That's important, y'all. Um, how do you de-stress? You know, we got good stress, we got bad stress. How do you de-stress? What is it that you like? What is your coping mechanisms? Um, and just make sure everything comes in sync, you know. Um, we want something that's going to be tangible for life for us. That's going to be good for us. Um, so I, that's that's why we're here. Question number nine. Have you had any past serious relationships? And what did you learn from them? Now, I'll tell you about this one. This is a sticky one for me, and I'll be open and transparent. I really don't care about their relationships. I don't want to know what you did, how you did it, who you did it with. I really don't care. I don't get into the past much because I'm not going to tell you about mine. Uh, what we're not going to do is bash, oh, and he didn't do this, and he didn't. That ain't your business. And you asked me about a relationship, it, yeah, we broke up. It didn't work out. You know, he was a good person. That's it. That's all you're going to get out of me. Ask anybody you know. What we're not going to do is mail bash. What we're not going to do is compare. And what I don't want to do is care about what you got going on before me. That all predated me. When you come, I'm coming on the strength and level of these things now. What I do want to know, if you're bringing some emotional baggage that might impact this new relationship. And so even in, so let me just be clear on this. Those past relationships does provide insight into somebody's emotional growth. That's the only part of that I want to know because it's going to encourage their vulnerability and the openness. So if you understand that, you understand if whether or not he's learned. But sometimes when they open their mouth, you know where they are with that anyway. So we want to encourage that and we want to be able to share, you know, those histories without judgment. But um, again, it's to address any emotional baggage that might impact that new relationship. And it also fosters trust and deep understanding um, into that. And so while we're here on that, I, I can tell you one thing about that. Um, when we get into that, it's important for you to let that man know what you expect in these relationships, because this right here, it, it hits right here that it, he's going to treat you like the Quitas of his past. You know, whatever thing him and Quita did or how him and Quita did that, that's how he's going to come for you. So you got to be able to know that, okay, let me see. Oh, you, you know, I didn't cut you. Don't bleed on me, boo. So um, that's the things that we want to know about it. Whether or not you got some scars, whether or not you bringing that and we open the trunk and you still got so many bags in there, ain't no room to put my bags in, you know, because you got jacked up trust issues, insecurities and things like that. So that part you do need to know what happened. Um, in terms of uh, the healing process, have you healed from it? How long has it been? Did you spend some time alone, you know, to get to know you to go, Lord, help me work on these areas. Lord, help me to foster better relationships with the people that I'm with, you know, and that's all into the type, you know, what we talked about last week, why you attract a certain type. You attract certain people because of where you are in your life. Wherever you broken at, at that point, that's what you're going to get, that broken, busted, disgusted, build-a-bear, build-a-man type situation because you have a need. And only the voice that we have, y'all know only God can feel. Y'all already know what that's about. So stop trying to depend on these relationships to boost you up for your happiness, for your peace, for your joy. Baby, you need to come home, help it, heal, and in, in, in forth, in, in an intact 
before you try to get him because now now you're on the path of disappointment. No expectations, no disappointment. Man will fail you, but God will be there every time. Um, he's greater. That's the great I am. So um, emotional needs, triggers, y'all got to understand that. Watch those triggers, watch those things. Take your time too, y'all, in these um, relationships, this dating and waiting. It's good to know, you know, that's the vetting process. You know, you're not obligated to a man until you marry to him. Um, there's no obligation. So if you bed it and you got two, three men on the spend, as long as you ain't having sex with these people, that's the whole point. But if you're trying to find and build a compatibility with someone that you're with, um, you shop it all day long. Um, and our last question of the day, number 10, what are your views on gender roles in a relationship? You got to understand that because that's where y'all, that's where y'all come in. Oh, I ain't about to do this. I ain't doing, <laughs> I ain't doing that. Y'all so silly. Um, but you know, what are those roles concerning your responsibilities, the decision-making support in there? Do we have traditional beliefs on gender roles? Do you find a common ground to create a balance? Um, me, myself, even in my role as a woman, I believe in my house. My mother was there at Paramount. They were married 41 years before she passed. So I saw and was able to appreciate the value in how my mom treated my dad, you know, as a man. And, you know, even the person that I'm with now, I can do the inside. He does the outside, take care of all of those things. But I believe in that. And so you balance and align the value. There's not one role. You do everything together, um, however you feel. But as long as you can have an appreciation for what they believe and respect that in the relationship and knowing that's something, whether or not you can do it. So know what you can do. Um, and I even got a bonus question for y'all um, that I think is paramount. In all of those things, um, we had 10 questions, y'all. And those 10 questions were, what are your long-term goals and aspirations? What we're doing with life? Uh, where you're going? Where you're headed? Number two, how do you handle conflict and uh, disagreements? That's important. Y'all know that. Got to know how that man's tracking, heck, how you tracking, because you can trigger him or he can trigger you, and then everything is volatile and explosive. Now y'all toxic. Get that out of the way. Question three, what does a typical day or weekend look like? That's going to know if you're going to be in your feelings about that time. You know, we we be mad that we can't spend time, but this man told you up front he working in oil field. He gone 21 days. He home seven days. If you can't deal in those 21 days, you don't need to be with him. So those are the things that you need to understand. What these days look like, what their work is, this shift work, do you sleep during the day? If he works all night, that means you ain't got but some daytime with him. You already know that thing pressed and strained. <laughs> Y'all better understand. Think about all these things um, when you want to know what that typical day look like. Are you going to be on the phone with him all the time? Is he a texter or a talker? What we're not going to do is text like children. I want to talk because I want to hear you. I want to be able to hear you express feelings and things. So Number four, how do you handle finances? Y'all know that's important. When you get down to the nitty-gritty, does he help? Is he doing what he's supposed to do? And things like that. How you grind on those finances, uh, that is important. Um, so um, I believe in that. Number five, what are your thoughts on family and children? Girl, how he treat his mama, how his family is with you, how they... How they tracking with you? He got sisters. How y'all get along? How you and the mother get along? He got brothers. He got children. What them children like? Uh, and, and what you ain't? I can't. <laughs> don't give me no children. Not man with no children under eighteen. Anybody got time for that? I got thirteen year old grandsons. I ain't got time to be combing your hair for church. All this kind of stuff. Uh 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 uh. 
Number six, how do you prioritize and maintain work-life balance? That goes back to that, what's that day like? Can you balance everything? Number seven, what are your communications preferences? How can we communicate? How do you communicate? Let me get with you on that. Uh, number eight, how do you handle stress and self-care? Number nine, how do you handle uh, or have you had any past relationships serious? And, and what did you learn from them? Are you healed? Are you healthy? Are you whole? Are you coming with that luggage and stuff? Ain't nobody got time. I don't even have enough room and space in my house to put your baggage in there, too. And number 10, what's that gender role thing looking like? How y'all handling that in the role? But so we want to make sure we ask these things you know, when we meet, when we get into that. So before that dating gets in and you stuck in some or feel like you stuck, you are not a tree. You can move. Um, but I, uh, another bonus question I think you should ask is what's, what's your love language? It's better to get this out of the way now. Do, do they do affirmations, quality time, gifts, receiving gifts, acts of service, physical touch? That will help answer the bigger questions down the road. You you have your way. Um, me, I'm a um, touchy-feely, expressive, I want to hear it kind of person. The guy that I talk to, um, he wants to, he show it through actions. Kim, if I cut your yard, I do this, I do that, I invest this time, I wash the car, I keep this done and do this. Of course, we don't live together and things like that, but everything that, that's needed is done. I don't have to ask, I don't have to worry about it. Um, it's on point, it's this, it's being done that kind of way. So people have different expressions of love, but um, me, I don't buy into you if I don't hear it, you know, um, and that goes back to that little trauma. Of course, we never said I love you in my household. So here you just thought it by osmosis that they did, not knowing. So what you got to know and identify his love language. Um, y'all may have the same, y'all may have differences. But if he is just an act of service, you may feel love if he put gas in your car, you know, if he touch, you know, you feel love when you hold hands during a road trip. You know, I like that kind of stuff. But um, if you don't identify this and let him know yours, it's going to ruin y'all because he'll give you love again the way he gave it to Queen Amir and Sue. And so you, uh-uh, I don't do all that. Mm-mm, that ain't me. Well, she did this. Uh, don't bring me no chocolate because, you know, I got to probably wait. I don't want to be fat. So you get what I'm saying? You got to make sure that y'all have that those roundtable discussions um, to be able to encourage each other, to be able to listen, to have an open ear to even his needs as well. Um, so I think and this all, uh, asking these questions, lay that groundwork for a more profound, for a more profound and meaningful connection. And when y'all understand that, each other's long-term goals, communication styles, family values, approaches to conflict resolution, y'all can build a strong foundation for a successful relationship. So even, you know, discussions about finances, work-life balance, self-care promotes mutual support and empathy. So we want to delve into all of that in this. Uh, ultimately, these questions, y'all, will serve as a tool for effective communication, trust building, and understanding, paving the way, y'all, for a fulfilling and lasting relationships. So I hope uh, some of this helped. I hope it helped. Um, again, it's so, remember, they are not to be an interrogation. These questions, you ain't interrogating him, but rather that's an opportunity to be open and honest and understand each other so that y'all can have that uh, healthy and fulfilling relationship. Um, and I just believe in that. Um, um, and that's just me. 
So, um, I hope it helped, uh, um, and, and that it gives you, um, some type of connection, you know, um, with that man, um, you know, to see things, um, you know, that he, the way he see it. So pay attention, y'all. Um, and just know that meaningful connection, um, is formed when we share our truth with them and they share theirs. So make sure that we're doing that. So I hope it helped y'all. If you, if you want to hear something, y'all know to hit me up at sisters, you have value at gmail.com. If you want to be on the podcast, you got a story, you got something you want to share that you feel like would be helpful for those women. Y'all, y'all hit me up and let me know. I'll have you on and you are the exclusive guest in time because the podcast is for women. And what we want to do is hear from women who's been through, who can share some things on the journey. It's not always about me and what I think. It's always room for expression and growth for other people as well. So I hope this has helped y'all. I enjoyed it today. Y'all ask those questions, vet that man, vet you to see where you are in your life. And if you ain't ready, sit your tail down until you can be ready. So no, I love y'all. And until next Friday, y'all be blessed. Have a great day. Peace.